Good morning. Here we are again in the presence of the living God. And already the singing and the worship and everything goes in with the word that um, I felt the Holy Spirit has asked me to speak today. So hasn't it been an amazing time these past weeks? We have had very powerful messages regarding the armor of God. I don't know about you, but I have learned a lot more and also been refreshed as a child of God. So now it's time, I believe, for us all to march on fearlessly into the battles that we are facing, facing us, and those yet to come. Yes, I say those yet to come because the end times are near and we are facing the enemy head on. We are facing the enemy head on. Let me be allowed to say at this moment in time that our battles could and often are over the members of our own families who are under the influence of all manner of demonic activity, in bondage with strongholds over their lives. There are people who are caught up in drugs, alcohol, gambling, People in debt and cannot repay. That's a massive problem today. And there are many, many people who we will come across who are in debt and in great need of our prayers. We know that Satan goes around like a roaring lion looking to see who he can devour. He isn't a raw nine. We know that. He just acts like one. But, sadly, many are held in the power of darkness, held by all manner of influences. So, what can we do about it? We are children of the living God, called by him, not to just sit around, enjoy basking in his love and his peace, and under his anointing, that's great to be in the peace of the God and basking. But we're not called just to sit and do nothing, but called to get up, march forward, and destroy the works of the evil one. Over our families, friends, workmates, and whoever we come in contact with, those that will come to us with sickness and all kinds of things that are really pressing them down. We need to bring fearlessly and boldly the word of God. Isaiah 61 says, The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent us to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. We have heard from Cecile how we use the word of God to defeat the enemy over our lives and the lives of others. His word is sharper than any double-edged sword. And his word is like a hammer that breaks a rock in two. That's powerful. We have heard about the shield of faith from Len, the breastplate of righteousness from David, feet ready for the gospel of peace from Carol, helmet of salvation from Steve, the belt of truth from Len, Sword of the Spirit from Cecile and praying in the Spirit from Steve 
and now I'm here standing to speak on fearlessness. Are we ready for battle? Just want to sing this. I will stand, I will stand, I will stand in Jesus' name for the things that God has given. I will stand in Jesus' name. Satan's hosts may come against me. I will not surrender ground for the things that God has given, for the things that God has given, for the things that God has given, I will stand. Are we standing? The heading for today is, are we standing? So now we know more about the armor of God. Have you come today standing in the full armor? All those brilliant messages, have you come today standing in the full armor? If not, why not? You can't do battle without it. You can't do battle without it on. In fact, you could get wounded without it. That's been my experience. Are you standing firm? Can we have picture one, please? Thank you. I don't know if you can see it very plainly. But look at the picture of this soldier. Look at him. He has girded up his armor. He is ready for battle. There are no gaps in his armor. Nothing, absolutely nothing can penetrate him. He is completely girded up. The soldier is ready to fight. Men, women in the army, whoever gets in his way, for he is in the army of God, in the army, sorry. And so are we. We are the army of God. But we fight not flesh and blood like this soldier here, who's in the military army, or the army itself. No, our fight is principalities and powers over our lives and the lives of others. So let's march on and gain the victory as we advance forward. We can do it fearlessly because although our armor is invisible, when we put it on, you can't see it like the soldier, although it's invisible, it's not to Satan. He sees and trembles especially as we march forward in praising God, using his word. Satan and his host hates it when we praise God. He will flee from us. He doesn't like when we praise. Have you noticed if you're really down or if you're in prayer and you feel he's coming against you, you start praising God, you come down, you're right raised back up again. Praise is powerful. We are reminded we might we are, do not fight flesh and blood, but against the principalities and powers of darkness. Now, the Holy Spirit revealed to me some time ago, it's not the person we are fighting. So I had to have this experience. I'm going to use my husband here, bless his heart. So this is a story before Robin knew the Lord, and I can't remember what year it was. It doesn't matter. But we, I don't know if we were talking about the Lord, probably were at the time, and that resulted in a bit of an argument. So anyway... Um, that night when I was asleep, in a dream, the Lord, <laughs> I'll explain it the best I can. I saw my husband rolling on the floor, and the Lord said, look at him. And I looked at him, and he said, I said, he's all bruised and battered. I said, who's done this to him, Lord? Who's done this to him? And he said, you. He said, you're not fighting flesh and blood. 
who fight principalities and powers. And that taught me very much so. That is what we do. So when you, if any time you feel you're arguing against somebody else because you, you, you know, you come into that, you're not fighting the person. That taught me. And uh, the Lord used my husband in that time. <laughs> Bless your heart. So do you believe there are people in bondage with strongholds over their lives? Well, allow me to take you to Mark 5. And I'm going to read 1 to 13. I'm not speaking on this, but I just want to read it. I believe that, yep. So, they went across the lake to the region of Gerasenes when Jesus got out of the boat. A man with an evil spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not, not even with a chain, for he had often been chained hand and foot. But he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? He knew him. Swear to God that you won't torture me, for Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus asked him, what is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, send us among the pigs. Allow us to go into them. He gave them permission and the evil spirits came out and went into the pigs. The herd, about 2,000 in number, rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. I'm not speaking on this. But, you know, we do hear, read here, when the demons spoke to Jesus and said, My name is Legion. My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. We know a Roman legion of soldiers was made up of 6,000 men. Here, the term in the word suggests the man was possessed by numerous demons. Maybe there were many because from childhood, possibly, these things were affecting the man. And they multiplied in him over the years that nobody contained him. But you know, the beauty is Jesus set him free. He set him free. And he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Jesus breaks every fetter and sets man free. He is the mighty deliverer, and only he can. Only he can do that. We know in the word of God as well, um, I can't remember where it is at this very moment, where sometimes just prayer can set people free when we come in prayer. But he sets us free. He's the only one who can do it. So do you know anyone who cuts themselves today? I do. Who is bound Anyone in spiritual chains? Anyone who is tied? Anyone who is caged? Entrapped by demonic influences? Powers of darkness got hold of them? Well, we can take heart. For Jesus, the mighty deliverer, and he will and can set people free from any bondage. He will and does use us, his children. That's you and I. 
If you are fighting for someone, make sure you apply the full armour of God before you pray. And I'm reminded today that many battles are won on our knees. And remember, Jesus has power over every sickness, over every demonic influence. We need to confront them. Avoiding demons or powers of darkness, don't make them leave us alone. We need to confront them and not allow them to come in and out of our lives to say, please. Now, I'm not saying we're all demonic, but sometimes powers of darkness try, and Satan do try to bring us down, especially like sometimes when you're giving the word or you're doing something specific for the Lord, Satan will try. He will try. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon scorpions, serpents, and over all the power of the enemy. Luke 10, verse 19. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. And remember, demons recognize the higher authority. He recognized the higher authority. And we have the authority, you and I. Right, I'm not going to this point here is God's protection. So as we advance forward, we are assured of God's protection because underneath us are the everlasting arms. We are safe in the shadow of his wings. He is our strong fortress. We are kept safe by God. He is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in times of trouble. When we do battle, we could find ourselves in trouble, but we do not fear. When and if that time comes, because we know the battle belongs to the Lord and he will fight for us and with us. He is our rear guard, he's our defender and he will command his angels concerning us to guard us in all our ways, all our ways and for whatever he has called us to do. How many times, I wonder, have we had angels over us and not realized? Until... We have come through a situation or a troubled time and look back and say, wow, thank you, Father God. I can see how you rescued me and kept me through that time. Let me say now, whatever battle or circumstance you are finding yourself in today, he is fighting for you and with you and you will overcome because he is the mighty victor who conquered over sin, death and the grave and rose Again, victorious. And he is able to bring you and me through victorious, whatever we are facing today. He can do abundantly more than we could ever believe or imagine. So do not fear. Do not be dismayed. For I am your God, I will strengthen you and bring you through. How many times do we fear and become dismayed? I can say at times, I have been that way many times. Keep the full armor on. Do not be surprised when Satan attacks and throws his flaming arrows at you. Send them back to him, using the power of my word, using the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus is powerful, as is using the blood of Christ. There's power in the blood of the Lamb. And Satan hates it. Yes, he does. He trembles at the mention of his name. And God's word. He trembles. We aren't trembling. He trembles. Now I said about the flaming arrows of the evil one. Um, have you ever felt the flaming arrows of the evil one? 
I've experienced it. Not recent days, but I remember um, many years ago that I just kept feeling these like fiery darts going into my arm and my back, and they were hot. And I kept thinking, well, this isn't the anointing of the Lord. What is this? What is it? And I kept feeling them for some time, and then I realized they were the fiery darts at me. And then they went, because I stood. And once I knew what that was, he is real. And when the fiery darts come, and the power of darkness comes in like a flood, the Holy Spirit raises up a standard against it. So we can stand firm under any attack. Yes, we can. Stand strong, fearless in his mighty strength. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us to the glory of God the Father. We are more than conquerors through Christ who loves us. As I've said, he is the mighty conqueror over sin, death, and the grave. We have nothing to fear under the protection of Father God. He watches over us day and night. He neither sleeps nor rests. He watches through the night as we sleep and throughout the day. Remember, he commands his angels concerning us to watch us in all our ways and guard over us, especially in battle. What are you facing today? Whatever it is, fear not, for God has redeemed us. The stuff we are scared of is really scared of us because we are the children of God. Allow me to tell you a story, an experience of how God loves you and how he will protect you. A story of how he knows when you are in danger and will go to great lengths to cover you because he loves you and cares for you. Sometimes he will put an angel there that you cannot see. Or maybe you can. So this is the story of protection. There's been several in my life with different things, but this one I really felt I need to speak to you today about. So it was many years ago, and it was a time when I was with the travelers in particular. And I woke up. And I'm not going to mention names because that wouldn't be good. So I'm using false names and I'll use Susan and Jane. But the story is true. So I woke up and the Lord said to me, you will see Susan today. Oh, is she back in Norwich? I thought she was traveling elsewhere. You will see Susan today. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Prayed on her. I thought, well, she back in Norwich. They travel around, you know, gypsy people. So um, I prayed about it briefly. And then I forgot about it. And off I went into Sainsbury's, which was all both up at the time. And I went in and did my shopping. I came out. And as I came out through the door, Susan was coming in. Oh, you did say I'd see her today. And I felt a bit of a foreboding that day. That's all I can explain. Huh? And she said, oh, she said, would you go to the trailer? She said, I've just got to do one or two things. My daughter's there. I need to talk to you. So I said, okay, all right. I still felt this little bit of a foreboding. Can't explain that. And I knew where the trailer was, she said, and off I went to the trailer. No daughter was there, and she made me a cup of tea and called her Jane. And so she said to me, do you feel us a little bit like the lull before the storm? And I said, well, yeah, kind of. And with that, Susan came back with just her few items. 
and sat there beside me. And she was telling me about her husband and they just left each other. Well, it wasn't long after that when there was a screech of brakes, a really mighty screech, screech of brakes, and in come her husband. And I sat there and I suddenly felt this peace and fearlessness come over me and the foreboding kind of went. But suddenly he was beating her and beating her. And I'm sitting there, rooted to the seat, not doing anything, just feeling this pace, and all this was happening in front of me. I couldn't have got out because the door was there, and I'm here. And suddenly, the husband stopped. And he said to me, this book volumes to me, if you hadn't have been here, Maxine, he knew me, I would have killed her. That's what he said. And he left. And he'd come from quite a way. So I believe when the Lord told me, he knew he was on the way. He knew his intentions. I believe he came from London. And that I, would, I believe it was round about two hours from that time when I was spoken to, to, that I would see her and when he would have got there. Now, that is the protection of God. That's the protection of God over his child. There was no way. Yes, she did get hurt, but not to the point where she needed to go to hospital. So I was there. I had to be obedient to what God was saying to me, listening to what he was saying. But that was an experience that I had of God's love for her and his love for me because I wasn't touched either. You know, God is so gracious to us. And he'll go a great lens if you see us in danger to protect us at all times. And he may put an angel there. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm an angel, but at the end of the day, he will put someone there to protect at that time. If ever you feel yourself or find yourself in danger, God our Father will preserve your life and the lives of your enemies. He will hurl away us from a pocket of a sling. That's 1 Samuel 25, verse 29. He will do that. He will do it. I'm just going to bring in briefly a fearless man of God. And I'm not speaking on this because that's, just, that's another sermon for, for myself or someone else another time. So let me just bring you to David, a fearless man of God. The shepherd boy. He was tending the sheep. The youngest of eight brothers. We know that David wrote Psalm 23. While he attended the sheep, he would sit and practice his slingshot. I believe he did. doesn't say that in a word, but yes. He's got time. He's looking after the sheep, looking after the birds, taking them out of their furs. No more by name. I believe he did. Like the Lord knows our name. And there's David. He's sitting there with his slingshot, and practice makes perfect. When a lion or a bear came to attack the sheep, David fiercely rescued the sheep and killed both the lion and the bear. David knew his God, the loving shepherd, watching over him. And when the time came to face the giant Goliath, who was over nine feet tall, we're told, and carried a spear of ten foot long. Can't, can't believe it, can you? Ten foot long. David knew he would overcome him. He knew. He did. Using his slingshot and a smooth stone. He used that slingshot to overcome the enemy. The stone hit Goliath in the forehead, in the middle, and he fell to the ground. 
David was fearless. And the most important of all was that he came against Goliath using the word of God. He said, I come against you in the name of the Lord. He used the word of God. He knew his God was fighting for him and with him. With God, all things are possible. With God's help, you can stand your ground. Any Goliaths in your life at this moment in time? Things that seem too big for you? Fear not, God is with you. You will win. You cannot lose. You just cannot lose. If you do not know the story of David and Goliath, it's Samuel, 1 Samuel 17. If you haven't read it, please take time to read it. We too are fearless because we are advancing on taking hold of the kingdom. The Lord has given a land of good things. We're going to press in and make them ours. Our families, friends, workmates, those in trouble, and many are. Let's press in and take them for the kingdom and let nothing hinder you. There is power. We've already heard this from Seal. There is power in the name of Jesus. Take the authority we have been given. Stand firm. Briefly now, fearless woman of God, Esther. Esther was a brave, fearless woman of God because she saved her people, God's people, from being killed, even knowing it may cost her life. Esther exercised great courage to do so. And Esther was taken to such a time as this to save her people. Taken to a time such as this to save her people. And I believe we are here for such a time as this. I do believe that things are now going to start happening. I can feel it in my spirit. And we've been brought for such a time as this to claim the ground for him. Whatever field of battle you or my, I find myself in, we can fight in his strength, trusting him to bring us through. The battle, as I said, belongs to the Lord. Victory is at hand. He will give you whatever you are claiming and praying for. Whatever lies before you stand. Stand firm. If you're claiming victory for salvation for somebody, it will come. God promises that whatever we pray for in accordance with his will, he will do it. Salvation and the birth is in God's will. And if you're praying in his will, you can be assured it will come. It will come. doesn't matter how long you wait, it will come. Whatever you are claiming, whatever it is, he will do it. If it's someone who's homeless, claim, claim for a place, whatever. God will do it. Whatever lies before, stand firm in prayer because there's victory in the name of Jesus. There's power in the blood of the Lamb. Power in prayer. Power used in his word. Power when we praise him. You cannot lose. So gird up your armor. Advance forward, knowing you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you to the glory of God the Father. And all glory goes to him. All glory goes to him. Amen. So we're going to finish now with a song. On a joyful note, if you know it, it would be really good. If you'd like to stand and sing with us. The Lord has given a land of good things. Okay.
The Lord has given a land of good things. We'll press in and make them mine. I'll know His power. I'll know His glory. And in His kingdom I will shine with the high praises of God in our mouth and a two-edged sword in our hand. We'll march right on to the victory side, right into Kenyon's land. Gird up your armor, ye sons of Zion. Gird up your armor, let's go to war. We'll win the battle. With great rejoicing, and so we praise Him more and more. With the high praises of God in our mouth, and a two-edged sword in our hand, we'll march right on to the victory side, riding to Canaan's land. We'll find in chains and fetters, we'll fight and noble, the in iron, to execute God's written judgments, march on to glory, sons of Zion, with the high praises of God in our mouth, and a two-edged sword in our sword in our hand. We'll march right on to the victory side, right into Canaan's land. Glory. Amen. Gird up your armor, ye sons of Zion. Gird up your armor. So we'll praise Him more and more yes, With the high praises of God in our mouth And a two-edged sword in our hand We'll march right on to the victory side Right into Canaan's land Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory.